Hello, mamas, and welcome back to another episode of Motherhood is Ghetto. My name is Joy, and it is Saturday. It is the weekend. Um, I hope you guys had an amazing week this week, and I hope you guys' this weekend is off to a great start. Um, this week was a little quiet for me. Um, I'm still on bereavement from my 9 to 5, so... This week was a little bit quieter for me. Um, you know, the calls, the messages and stuff started to slow down. So this week was just me kind of sitting, you know, sitting in my thoughts and in my feelings and stuff like that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, and and I, I actually had a pretty good week. Um, it wasn't bad, you know. Um, it was kind of like the calm before cause next week is my last week on bereavement and I have a lot of things to do. Um, and I'm finding that, um, when, you know, you have a spouse that passes away, it's a lot like when you first get married. <laughs> so, uh, as far in the terms of like all these things, like this laundry list of things you have to do. Um, cause you know, when you get married, like you got to change your name, get a new ID, get a new social security card, uh, call all your utility bills and stuff like that, change your name and all that good stuff, do all the things. Um, and it's kind of like that when your spouse dies too. Um, I'm not changing my name or anything like that, but there's a few like follow-up things I need to do, like with the funeral home, like for his uh, headstone and then, you know, other things like I, I have to call, you know, the places and utilities that were in his name and, you know, get him changed to my name and all that good stuff. So all that's next week. <laughs> um, this week, I just kind of wanted to relax and chill and do all those things like just kind of just be in my feelings. So that's how my week went. Um uh, yesterday took the kids to their little fall carnival that was for their school and they had a really fun time. It was kind of nice to be out and having fun, uh, with the kids and stuff and seeing them, you know, run and play with their friends and all that. So that was good. Um, but we finally made it to the weekend and this is episode 10 y'all <laughs> clap it up. We made it to episode 10. I told you soon it's going to be episode 20, 50, 100, and then it's just going to take off to the moon. <laughs> but um, thank you guys again for being here. I appreciate y'all for rocking with me for 10 episodes. And um, so we're going to get into today's motherhood quote of the day, which reads, mother is a verb. It's something you do, not just who you are. And I agree with that. I agree that mother is an action. <laughs> um, it's definitely a verb. So I encourage all the mamas out there to just embrace it. Like do what you do, how only you can do it, because there's no one else on this planet that can be the mother that you can be to the children that you have bars, <laughs> even though none of it rhymed, but it was like a soliloquy with a poem or whatever. But, um, but yeah, just go out there and just do the things, do all the mother things. Um, and yeah, I love that quote. I, I thought it was great. So, um, like always that quote has nothing to do with today's episode, y'all. Um, 
<laughs> so today I want to talk to you guys a little bit about groups and communities, communities of of um, help and all that good stuff. Um, and what I'm referring to are online communities uh, because, you know, let's face it, you know, humans are online the majority of their day. Um, I'm sure there's a fact or a statistic somewhere uh, that says that. But um, we're on our phones, you know, online, stuff like that for the majority of our days. And um, and you guys already know there's, you know, communities and groups out there online pretty much for everything you can think of. Um, and I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit uh, about uh, my experience uh, with some groups this week, um, because <laughs> in my opinion, some of these groups are ghetto, <laughs> like they don't, they ain't helping nobody. Well, okay. Let me not say that because maybe they are, but from me, from a person looking into these groups and seeing like, and scrolling through the posts and stuff, I don't know how they're helping anyone. If that, if they are helping someone, I have no idea because none of them were helping me. And I was just like, this is weird and ghetto. And I just want to talk a little bit about that today. Um, so first question is, are y'all a part of any online groups or communities that you use them as a tool like to help you. So whether it's you're in a business group like to help you like with your business and stuff like that, or you're in a mother group or a motherhood group or something like that to kind of get tips and stuff from other moms. Um, or like for me, I went out looking for a widow's group, um, a group of women that I could that could relate to what I was going through and relate to my story. And hope and my hope with the group that I was in search of was going to, you know, share insight, resources, stuff like that, that would be really helpful for me throughout this new leg of my life journey. Um, so that was my purpose of seeking out a group. Um, because, you know, you can kind of, you could talk to your friends and stuff, but you want to talk to people that are going through the same thing that you're going through or have been through it. And, and don't get me wrong, my family and my friends, like, they have been great. Like, I love them so much. Um, you know, but it's, you know, there comes a point in time, at least for me, like, I need, you know, to, to talk with people that know exactly, like, and have been through exactly what I'm going through. Um, so that's what I was in search of, basically. Um, so, I, my first thought was to be, you know, try to be as specific as possible because I didn't want to just jump into a broad widow's group, like with all different, like I didn't want that. Um, so I figured I should find a group where, you know, it's young widows or younger widows and widows that have children, like smaller children. Um, so I thought that that would be the type of group that would best fit me. Now, pause. I don't know if you, any of you guys do this, but I wanted to also find a group of African-American women, African-American widows, young widows with children. And I'm going to let y'all know right now, there ain't none, at least that I could find. 
Um, and it's and I and it's not that I didn't want to give any other groups a chance with other races and stuff like that. Totally not like that. And I actually ended up joining a group um, that was a mix of male and female. Uh, we'll get into that a little later. But after 24 hours, I had to jump right back out because it just wasn't for me. But I and I'm finding that there are not a lot of young black women who are widows that are out here they're not telling their stories and they're not and they're not out here you know building these communities and it's kind of got me intrigued I'm like I wonder why because I know they're out there <laughs> I know for sure um but I just I just found that interesting and intriguing that I wasn't able to find a group like that. So, but it's okay. You know, I went on and I pressed on and I, you know, I joined the group. And y'all, this is why I say it's, it's ghetto. <laughs> this is why I say this. Because really it felt like, okay, first thing that I noticed was most of the posts were saying that I came here to post this because I couldn't post this on my my regular Facebook page or my personal Facebook page. So I was wondering why a lot of people were saying that. I'm like, why 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 wouldn't they be able to post this on their regular Facebook? Like why are they coming here? And then as I was reading like some of these posts like, you know, they're like bad talking the so say the husband passed away they're bad talking like the in-laws or they're venting about a situation or something going on like with the stepkids or something and i was like uh i don't know if i subscribe to this <laughs> because to me like i feel like if you're not going to say it to the person you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you come on social media in the first place and say it to strangers? Um, and I was like, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. But, you know, to each their own, you know, they vent or whatever, do what they got to do. Um, and then another thing what I was seeing is I was seeing a lot of posts about um, them moving on. And remarrying and dating and asking questions like, oh, I've been, you know, dating this guy for six months. Like, I feel like I'm ready to move on. Like, but I just want you guys' opinions. Like, I know for me, I'm not there. I don't think that I'll ever be there. Um, just, I, I mean, I don't know what the future holds for me. But I know that's not the headspace that I'm in right now. Um, I'm not thinking about moving on, finding somebody new, like none of that stuff. I'm not thinking about, you know, take, and that I saw a lot of posts too about them finally taking off their rings. And like, I was like, ah, I can't, like, I cannot do that. Um, I can't be in that headspace right now. Um, and then lastly, <laughs> I saw a whole lot of, now remind, mind you, Remember I said that this group also had males in it, which is fine. I don't got nothing against a widower. Like, it's all good. But the blatant, like, like you pretty much posting your dating profile on this, this group thing, this group community. And so what I was seeing a lot of is a man would post his picture 
And, you know, he he doesn't look happy. He doesn't look sad. Like, he just there, you know. And he makes this long post about it's been such and such years since my wife has been gone. And, you know, like, I'm feeling, I'm missing, you know, having someone to talk to or, you know, to cook dinner with and blah, blah, blah. And, um... You know, I feel like I'm ready to take the step and start dating again, but I'm not sure. And But I'm like, first red flag for me is like, bro, why you got your picture up here? Like, why do you want the... It's, it, to me, it was like you trying to like throw, cast your net out there. Like cast your fishing line out there. See who bites. And if it's someone you connect with, you kind of reel them in. Like... I didn't feel like that that specific group. Now, when I read the, the description of the group, what he was doing didn't align with it and didn't fit with it. But I had seen a lot of other people posting that. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess they this is just what they do. But again, it wasn't my cup of tea because I'm not looking for nobody. That wasn't my reason for joining the group. Um, and then also, too, like no one was really sharing any resources or anything like that. No one was sharing best tips or practices. Most, aside from those type of posts, most of the posts were like really sad and like made me even more sad. And I was like, I don't think this is for me. I don't want to see none of the catfish posts. <laughs> I don't want to see like people bad mouthing their in laws and family and stuff like that. Like, I'm good. So. After 24 hours, I jumped right back out the group. I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. And I'm kind of wondering, like, for the for the people that were posting, like, dating stuff, it's like, why don't you just go to a group? Because I did see some of those groups, too, um, for widows and widowers who are looking to connect with other ones and, you know, possibly start a relationship. There are groups like that, too. So I feel like if that's what you want to do, you should join one of those groups. Um, but the po like you guys, I they're just they were just blatant. Like it wasn't like something you had to read between. No, they were definitely like you know shooting their shot to whoever was gonna bite. And then the picture of them it just put the icing on the cake for me. I'm like, yeah, I see through that. Like you just trying to find a date. Like and it's cool if you are just. I didn't feel like that that particular group was the platform to do that. Um, so I was like, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's for me. So I just hopped right out. Um, but I wanted to give it a chance. Because like I said, I first started out trying to find a group of young black African American women, you know, who lost their husbands and they have children. Um, so that's what I was looking for, but couldn't find one. Um, so I went for something that aligned you know, um, aligned with, uh, based on the description, aligned with what I was looking for. Um, but y'all, this is just, it was just really weird. And I hope that people in that group are, you know, finding peace with it. But all I was seeing was just a, like a lot of depressing, sad posts, um, and no one really offering any help you know, or encouragement, it was just kind of like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry you're here in this group, like, and it's like, 
they know, like, we all know that everyone is sorry, like, for our loss, but, like, I think these people are seeking, like, a community to kind of, like, put their arms around them, and I wasn't feeling that with this group, but, now, granted, I only gave it 24 hours, but, like, within that 24 hours, every time I would open up my Facebook, I would see a post from that community, and it was just, like, the ghetto, (laughs) I was like, I don't know if this is helping anybody, And then the post that made me, like, just say, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and bow out of this group. I I opened up my Facebook and I seen a post from a woman. And she said, she was speaking to the women in the group specifically. And she was like, I've been seeing a lot of posts on here from women who are just letting random men into their homes, you know, after their their significant others passed and I'm seeing a lot of women in dire situations because they are letting random men in their homes that they barely know just to fill that void and she put out a disclaimer and she's like please like you guys stop this and it's like you guys are putting yourselves in danger you're putting your children in danger like, and I had to go back. I was like, let me scroll through more of these posts. And sure, sure enough, <laughs> um, women are there. People are taking their, their monies, their, the life insurance that they've been living off of, like, and, you know, um, abusing their children, abusing them. Like they, like they letting these men, like they didn't really know, like the real about, and turns out that the men are abusers, like, and, you know, taking advantage of them. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, like, hell no, <laughs> hell no, <laughs> no, no, no. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is going to make me, I'm triggered already. Like, so I was like, you know what, best thing for me to do is to just get on out of this group because <laughs> this is just wild. And and I, I understand it. It's like for some people, like they need to be in a relationship. They need to have someone like a partner. Like, and I feel that like, man, like I feel it, but not, not at the, the sake of my safety and of my kids' safety, my financial, you know, safe, like none of that. Like I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. So I was like, you know what? A group may not be for me. So then I was like, well, I did say that I wanted to do therapy. So that's what I did. So um, with uh, with my job, um, I get 10 free therapy sessions, you know, to try out a therapist and stuff like that. And I want to talk a little bit about that because I want to share with you guys um, about this therapist I found and some of the strange coincidences uh, that I found out um, that we have in common, um, but I'll I'll get into that. But once I decided that a, a online group wasn't for me, I was like, well, let me just go ahead and you know book this therapy, you know, and try to get through my grief and stuff through that. So, um, so the first uh, the first therapist that I wanted. Um, you know, I Googled them. They have pretty good reviews, you know, and, um, 
And the same thing, too, with the therapist. I was looking for African-American woman, um, a little younger, you know, that could kind of relate to my lifestyle right now. Uh, like, no shade against any other type of therapists and males or any other races. Um, I just wanted someone that I can connect with um, and have a really good connection with. So, the first um, woman that I found, she seemed pretty cool. She was near me, um, but she didn't accept the little 10-session things that my job was offering. So, I was like, eh, well, that's not going to work because I don't want to pay for anything unless, like, I have a really... This therapist is really helping me. And I wouldn't know that yet until I do the 10 free sessions. So, um, I was like, well, she's out. You know, she had good reviews and stuff. And I was kind of bummed. So, then I stumbled upon this other um, therapist. And, you know, I Googled her. She had pretty good reviews, too. Um, she um, She's not as young as me. Um she has grandchildren herself and stuff like that. But she, she I, I want to say she's kind of like maybe, if just by looking at her, maybe I guess like she's in her late 50s, maybe. I don't know. Um, she could be a young grandparent like my husband was, you know. So I don't, I don't know, but she's definitely older than me. Um, so I give the office a call, right? And... You know, first day I call, I get the voicemail. So I leave a message with my name and my number and I tell them looking to schedule an appointment. So that day I called that morning and then they never called me back. So for me, that was strike one because <laughs> you're running a business. Like, you know, you're supposed to, you know, call your people back. So that was strike one for me. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait and see if they call me back. And uh, so it, now it's the next day and they haven't called me back. So I was like, okay, well, let me call them and see if I can get someone on the phone. So this time when I call, someone answers, like a receptionist. And I was like, oh, I want to, you know, book an appointment. I have my 10 free sessions, blah, blah, blah. So we set it up uh, for that day at 5 p.m. So I was like, oh, great. Like, you know, I can get started today. Like, that's cool. 5 p.m. comes and no one, and it's supposed to be like a tele, like a through virtual so 5 p.m. comes and they no call, no link is sent to me, nothing. 5:15 comes, 5:30, 6 o'clock. They they no one reached out to me um, from this office or the therapist that I had uh, scheduled. They didn't reach out to me, so I was like, "Well, damn! Now I gotta find a new therapist because for me that was strike three. I skipped over strike two. It went um, immediately to strike three because I'm like." They don't care about their patients or whatever. So I was like, I'm good. Like, I'll just go find somebody else. Um, and so uh, the next day, which would have been yesterday, Friday. So I started this process on Wednesday. So Wednesday I called. I did, I got the voicemail. No one called me back. Thursday I got a hold of someone. They scheduled me that day. But no one called. No one. We didn't have the therapy session that day because I didn't hear from anyone. So now it's Friday, you know, I wake up, I wake up with the mindset that I'm going to find a new therapist. I just, as the day was going on, I hadn't gotten to it yet because it was in the morning. So then I get a text message from the, the therapist I was supposed to speak with on Thursday. And she said, I'm so sorry, you know, we were dealing with a crisis here. Um, and then, you know, I just couldn't get to you and I'm so sorry, um, but can we schedule something for, you know, today, you know, if that's okay. 
And I was like, you know what? I understand things happen. Trust me, because I understand shit be happening. Um, and I was like, you know what? That's understandable. I appreciate you reaching out. You know, this is the times I'm available today. And, you know, we can, you know, we can meet today. That's fine. And so we set up a time for, um, for yesterday and we did the, the, the tele-telepathy thing, tele-telepathy, however you say that when it's therapy, teletherapy. So it was virtual, virtual therapy or whatever. So we had our session. It was actually a great session and I really like her. I connected with her. Um, but let me tell you guys some of the coincidences, right? So everything in me wanted to give up on this therapist when, you know, they ghosted me on my appointment. Everything in me on Friday when I woke up was like, I'm going to find another therapist and, you know, see if I can get my 10 sessions through them. Um, but the way everything worked is that I ended up with her anyway. So right off the bat, you know, I, you know, I started explaining to her, you know, what's happening and all that stuff. And she asked me what my husband's name was. And I told her, I said, my name is Jahari, you know, and I spelled it out because I thought she was writing it down. Uh, she was writing it down. So I spelled it out for her. I wanted her to have the correct spelling. And she was like, I have a granddaughter. My granddaughter's name is Jahari. And I was like, really? I was like, that's so cool. And she was like, and we call her Jojo for short. Um, now, we never called my husband Jojo, but... My daughter calls my youngest. My youngest is named after my husband. She calls him Jojo. And I was like, wow, isn't that something crazy, right? So then we're talking more and she starts talking about how she used to work at a funeral home. Guess what funeral home she used to work at? The same funeral home my husband is at. And I was like, whoa, okay, so now I know that the universe made a way, like, and brought us together for a reason, because we instantly connected, like, and there was just these coincidences, coincidences that came up, well, me and my husband, we always used to say, like, ain't no such thing as coincidences, like, everything happens for a reason, you're connected to people for a reason, like, there ain't no coincidences, but... I thought it was just crazy how I was ready like to find another therapist and give up on this therapist because they ghosted me. Um, but I'm glad I didn't. And I had such a great first session with her y'all. Like I felt so good and she gave me tools and stuff that I could really do and really use, uh, to help me through this process. And I like the fact that, you know, she had a talk track already ready for me. It wasn't like one of those things like, well, what do you want to talk about today? Like, like, and she has a plan set up for us going forward. And I just love that. And I felt so good. Like, I was like, this was what I needed. I didn't need a group or a community. I, this is what I needed. So, um, but I just wanted to share that with y'all. And if, if there's any mamas out there you know, that are, you know, struggling and want to find like a, like someone they can relate to and talk to because you, you too may be struggling with motherhood because motherhood is ghetto. You may be struggling to like get your footing and find your balance in this. 
Um, and you may be looking to groups and stuff like that or communities uh, uh, that you can talk to other mothers with and stuff like that. And that's great if you found one that really works for you that's not toxic. That's not always talking about their baby daddies and stuff like that. Like, all, all that's good if you find one that works for you. But if you can't and you want to talk to, like, a therapist, like, that's cool, too. Like, because um, if you find one, you know, that you can really connect with and really talk some stuff out with, like, that is cool. And don't be afraid to either, you know, like... It's just one of those things like we need help sometimes, especially as mothers. Sometimes we just need like that extra outside voice to let us know like, no, you're not crazy. No, you're not doing this wrong. Um, and here are here and here are some ways you can even do it better. Like we all need that sometimes. Like we, I think as women in general, you know, they put that that be strong jacket on us all the time. It's like, oh, you got to be strong for your kids. You got to be strong for your family. Like, you got to be strong for yourself. And it's like, man, sometimes we ain't strong. I'm not strong. Like, I'm I'm strong when I need to be, but that's not all the time. Like, there's not all the time that I'm strong. Like, sometimes I'm just weak. I, I'm weak. Like, I just want to lay in bed all day. Like, I can't do it. Like, and I feel like... And even as even if I wasn't going through what I'm going through, like just waking up every day and having to be a mother and responsible for young human lives, like I'm tired. <laughs> like I'm not strong. Like I, I can't do this. Like I can't do this without the proper help. And I think that it's okay. Like if you need the help to ask for it, like I really think that that's cool. Like that's all right. Um, so I encourage you all, you know, if you're feeling stuck or you're feeling like you need an extra outlet to say the things that you need to say and, you know, work out some things like, man, like just seek out, seek out the best avenue for you to do that. Um, and I'm glad that I did. You know, I'm, I'm glad that I, you know, made a conscious decision to not get stuck in my grief and stuck, you know, in the feelings that I'm feeling and actually do something about it. So that way I can prevent, I don't know what's to come. I don't know how I'm going to feel as the years go on, but at least I'm taking the steps now, you know, to make sure that my mindset is where it should be at all times. And, you know, I'm staying on that, that right mental path. And I think that's important for us in general. So, um, that is what I had to say today for this episode. So I'm going to land the plane here. Um, make sure you follow me on Instagram at motherhood underscore is ghetto. Um, so we can keep the conversation going. Um, and I thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 10. Woohoo! Episode 10. Um, and yeah, just do what you got to do for yourself, y'all. Love yourself. Make sure that you're doing all the things that you need to do to make sure that you, yourself, don't fall by the wayside. Take care of yourself. And until next time, mamas.